What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Rocktober podcast, where we talk about the biggest movie star of all time, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I am here with my awesome co-host, Chad. Chad, how you doing? I'm doing well, Matt. How are you? You know, better than the last time. You know, last, last time we talked about the rundown. the rundown, the rundown, and I started by saying my monitors weren't working. I had, you know, a little issue. But today, guess what? Plugged them in. And we were good to go. So I'm feeling good. Oh, I'm that's great. Good. Well, actually, I don't know if I'm feeling good because the movie we're talking about, I might not be feeling good, but I'm feeling good in life. So there's that. That's good. Um, how you do? So how, how are you? How's it going, Chad? I mean, it's only been like a day and a half. So I mean, not much. I played some sand volleyball last night. So that was fun. Oh, some sand. Where is there sand in Georgia? Did you go to the Rock's house? No, I did not. Oh, shoot. That would have been cool, though. No, but yeah, last night was fun. Uh, just you played win? some. I, I won one game. Okay. We played probably five games. They were all really close. We, I okay. lost a lot just by a couple points. But I, oh. I really haven't played since probably two years ago when I was in Cancun. Oh. So I'm not that big of a player, but it's, it's always fun, um, especially with people who know what to do and how to play. I'm really bad at volleyball, so you wouldn't want me on your team. It's good that I'm not there. Hey, I mean, it's a fun time. Regardless. Yeah, it's all that matters. Just like yeah, this movie. Just it was have a, fun. It was a fun time. I think. Was it, though? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm still trying to process that. Yeah, but what about you? Have you been doing anything interesting? I went two-stepping and line dancing every day. Very Texas thing of Oh, me. yeah, I was about to say. That's very Texas of you. Yeah, it's a, it's a good time. I mean... It's kind of intimidating because, you know, in two-stepping, the male has to lead, and I have no idea what I'm doing. So it looks a little embarrassing when there's people around you in, like, big buckles and cowboy hats, and there's, like, imagine, yeah. doing, like, twists and turns and all that stuff, and you're, you're like, wait, what, what are the steps? It's a good time, though. I mean, I, I got the hang of it. I have some rhythm in me. You know, I, I was in marching band. You know, I'm really cool like that. So I have some rhythm in me. Now, um, is it all country songs, or do you have... Different well, songs that they play? It's weird. I mean, there's country music, obviously, for the two-stepping. And then for the line dancing, of course, there's country music. You know, you do Copperhead yeah. Road. You do uh, Footloose. So there's all dances you do that. But then in between, there's like a 30-minute of like a kind of like a rave session, like a party hour. So then there's like regular like Just music. to break it up. <laughs> yeah, just to break it up. And then it goes back to your old country, country yeah. vibes. But I broke in my cowboy boots, so that was good. Got some blisters, but... Man. Oh, yeah. You got to break those in. Got to break them in. So I was uh, putting in the work. But now I guess I can say yeehaw. You're learning the ways of Texas. So are you going to go out and do that more often? Yeah, I think we're going to go. We're going to go soon. I think this weekend, I think we're going to go again. So I'm just trying to get good. You know, I want to be the best one out there. By the time Dwayne is on this podcast, I'll probably he'll probably have heard of me already because I'll be a two-stepping. Yeah. Um, do they have like a World Series of two-stepping? You know, we should look that up. They might. Oh, I'm honestly. sure there's competitions out there yeah, yeah 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 i mean you have to be probably pretty tall to do that you know like a tall man like you have to walk tall that was my segue <laughs> i don't know if it like, how, how can i weave this into the movie we're talking about today if, if you're watching online you probably saw my wheels in my brain turning trying to think of a nice segue um and that's the best i come with it 
come up with. I like puns though. So if you want me to drop some puns, we can always do that too. Yeah. But today, like you said, we are talking about Walking Tall, a movie that came out in 2004. The Rock's third movie, I believe. Yeah, it's the third movie, Jed. We're on number three. He's starting to become kind of a legitimate superstar at this point, right? Yeah, yeah. And I I know we're not going to hit, you know, an episode for every single movie, but... Pretty close, honestly. Yeah, I I think at least the first three we're we're hitting um, right out the gate, so... And we can... We can always do bonus ones too. I mean, if if there's anyone that we miss that you guys really want to listen to, I mean, you just comment on our on where you listen to your podcast, either on Instagram. Well, and it just so, so happens that these first three, he, he has a leading role. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. Some movies, I mean, he's just kind kind of a supporting role, and those I think we will still tackle, but we might combine a couple of those later. Yeah, there'll be a bonus. There'll be some bonuses in there that we'll kind of shift everything up, but. Yeah, let's talk about Walking Tall. I mean, it's tough. It's yeah. it's this is a tough one to it's talk. A, it's about. a it's an interesting one for sure. Yeah, so I'll I'll start by saying I remember as a kid, because 2004, which would make me eleven. Yeah, eleven. I remember when it, I remember seeing the trailer specifically on TV. I don't. I even didn't see it, but I remember seeing the trailers. Um, and I just remember like The Rock with this big four by four so i didn't know what to expect coming into this movie at all no idea i mean i actually what i did expect i have a, I have a, a good friend of mine from back home where i grew up or went to high school with and we were talking and i was you know of course we we're talking about the podcast and i was like oh dude up next is walking tall and he's like oh is that that movie about that casino where he goes in with a stick and i'm like i have no oh, idea sorry, he remembers it yeah. and i'm like i have no idea that sounds wild he was right. I mean, I think he mentioned that he didn't like it either. He just m- remember that that scene was wild. And I'll, I'll give him, I'll give him that. I, I'll give him that that scene was wild. We'll get into that, but I'll, I'll just give you the plot real quick, just in case you forgot about this movie, which I don't blame you if you did. Basically, it's a former U.S. soldier returns to his hometown to find it overrun by crime and corruption, which prompts him to clean house. That's the basic plot, and that's basically all the movie touches on a plot. That's pretty much it. Movie stars The Rock. My question is, so I wrote this in my notes. I'm just going to throw it out here. I don't know if you know the answer. You probably don't. Is this the first movie? Because I can't remember the other two. Is this the first movie that he's actually called The Rock in the credits? Yeah, I noticed that right from the beginning. I don't know Mm -hmm. the answer to that. I would have... I was going to say we need to look at the the end credits i don't know if he's dwayne johnson or the rock but this one he's the rock face the rock yeah so that's why i was curious i don't remember i think it was dwayne johnson scorpion king i mean the rundown i i don't know i think it might have been dwayne the rock johnson this one is just straight up the rock and that kind of stood out to me so it might be the first time we see it just the rock which means he's making if anything he's making himself into a household name which we appreciate being the rock tour podcast here but hey, Matt, I just remembered, you know, we we forgot to start this episode without my game. So oh. really jump in. And I, I think this game is perfect because we're going to jump into some things you probably didn't know about The Rock. Ooh, and I'll be surprised boy. to see if you know some of them as well. Um, I probably might, maybe not, maybe know them. Well, the game is uh, Two Truths and a Lie. Two so- Truths and a Lie! 
I feel I, like every time I need to like sing in falsetto are the name of the game because I feel like that's just like fitting. Uh, so I, I came up with a couple of trivia questions. I mean, okay. it's, it's, there's two truths and a lie in this, but mm-hmm. the majority of them have some kind of truth because I okay. want to give some background on The Rock. Okay. So we're just going to jump into it. I'm going to name three, but I also have a couple others. I think, yeah, four of these. So we'll, okay. we'll get through them. Okay. So I'm going to give you the first three. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Rock was a third generation professional wrestler. Okay. Second, Rock played college football at the University of Southern California. Okay. And The Rock was born in Hayward, California. Well, Chad, you made this one way too easy because last episode I mentioned that The Rock was born in Hayward, California, if you remember correctly. It was part of my game um, because it was about The Rock's birth. So I know that's the truth. And third generation wrestler, I by default, I know it's the lie because I know that The Rock actually went to the University of Miami where he played football. Oh, see? You know, I was just I know. <laughs> keeping I know that. Toes. Yes, he did go to the University of Miami. Uh, he, mm-hmm. he shared a position of defensive lineman with his mm-hmm. teammate and future Hall of Famer, Warren Sapp. Wow, Warren Sapp, Tampa Bay Bucks. I watched that Super Bowl. I was a big fan. All right, the next one. The Rock played for Calgary Stampeders of the Canadian Football League. He was cut by the team after playing only two months. That seems very, very, a lot of information for it to be false. The Rock made his television debut as a WWF wrestler on their Survivor Series in 1996. Okay. And then, before becoming famous as The Rock, Uh Dwayne Johnson chose the Iron Sheik as his first wrestling stage. Hmm. Okay. I think I'm going to go with the first one as a lie because it's almost so much information that it's almost wanting wanting it to be true. But I think what you did was you probably changed the months around or something. I think it's the first one is a lie. No, that's true. Dang it. So the lie is that he, his stage name was the Iron Sheik. Huh. Yeah. Before he was famous, he actually chose the name Flex Kavana. Flex Kavana? Flex Kavana. Yes. Hmm. And then after that, he was given the name Rocky Mayavia. Very Spanish. It's a combination of both his father, Rocky Johnson, and his uh, grandfather, Peter Mayavia. Rock. He's Samoan. That doesn't sound very Samoan, though. But after that, he realized he wanted to make a, his own name for himself. So yeah. that's where the rock. he decided to be The Rock. I liked it better. I figured that would be the one to stump you, honestly. Okay. But, well, I got it all wrong. right, next one. In an episode of That 70s Show mm-hmm. that originally aired in 1999, Okay. Dwayne Johnson played his father wrestler, Rocky Johnson. Okay. Next one. The Rock is a citizen of the country of Samoa. Okay. And the last one. The Rock and author Joe Layden co-wrote the autobiography, The Rock Says. The book reached number one on the New York Times bestsellers. Dang, these are hard because they're really in-depth. So, so much could be false about one statement. I feel like he's a, I, I feel like he definitely has to be it. A citizen of Samoa. I mean, I just feel like even if obviously he wasn't born there, I feel like he would, he, that's something he would do. Oh man. Uh, I'm going with the first one being a lie. 
the semi show. That's true. So you're wrong. Oh, dang it. <laughs> so this one, I feel kind of bad because it's kind of like what you said, like just changing a little thing. Mm-hmm. He, yes, he is a citizen of the country of Samoa, but he's also a citizen of the United States and a citizen of Canada. Wait, wait, wait what? So he is a Samoan citizen. That yes. is the truth. It's just not the full truth. Oh my gosh. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know if that's fair. That's, yeah, that's not fair. Yeah. Wow, Chad. I'm honestly a little set with you. <laughs> now that you've cheated one of the questions, I feel like I, ha- I got one and a half right. All right. I'll right. give you one and a half. That was a tough okay. one. Give me, give me number four, which hopefully you're not trying to cheat me. Yeah. I mean, these are all trying to deceive you in some mm, way or another. I know. You're okay. Last one. Mm-hmm. The Rock has won the heavyweight WWE title eight times. Okay. The Rock didn't graduate from college and elected to focus on being drafted into the NFL. Okay. And then The Rock is an only child. Hmm. I feel like I need I f- Jeopardy music right here. I know. I feel like... I feel like he didn't graduate college. I feel like that's true. I also feel like he is not an only child. So I feel like that one's false, but I feel like, so I feel like maybe he won eight. I know he could have won nine or he could have won seven. I don't know. Um, so I'm going to go with the false being him being an only child. That is true. Dang it, man. <laughs> okay. Can I have a second guess? Yes. Okay. I think number three is, is, that he's an only child yeah that is also true what so he did he did graduate from college oh so okay with a criminology degree Mm. so before wrestling and everything he actually wanted to be in the secret service oh okay i could definitely see that you'd be great at that yeah i think he'd be a great fit for that too or like a cop yeah i mean that's a great segue for this movie because he he becomes a cop. In he this becomes movie. a cop. Dwayne, honestly, they cast you correctly. You'd be a great cop. Just not necessarily Chris Vaughn, um, but you'd be a great cop. So sorry, sorry I stumped you on all those, but I, I thought that was some interesting trivia because a lot of those I actually didn't know about The Rock. Well, clearly a lot of them I also didn't know about The Rock. But now you do. But now I do. I mean, I was, I was feeling really cocky when I got the first round. I was like, oh, I'm going four, <laughs> I'm going four for four. But clearly, I was wrong. I apologize to the viewers, the listeners out there who had faith in me. I'll get them next time. And just yelling. Just like, come on, Matt, you should know this. Yeah, just like, you know, like I I said last time with our last game, you were probably yelling at your phone or yelling at your TV saying, pick this one, pick this one. I just didn't hear you. I'm sorry. My my ears are a little clogged today. Things I learned about The Rock is he's been all over the U.S. Like we said in last episode, he grew he grew up in California, but also went to Hawaii and then went mm-hmm. to Pennsylvania for high school and then elected to go to University of Miami to play football through a scholarship. So he's been all over. Mm-hmm. You want to just straight jump into initial reactions? I know you you were mentioning the first time you saw it, but yeah, let me let me let me just before we start there, um, initial reactions. It's not going to be great. I'll just. Just tell you straight out now, but 
I, I was watching it, you know, and I, I didn't really look up anything about this movie. Like I said, you know, I remember seeing the trailers as a kid. Uh, I knew nothing what it was about. And then um, watching it yesterday, um, I really knew nothing about it other than the picture and remembering the trailer from being a kid. And, but it stars the rock. He plays Chris Vaughn. He's the, he's the U S soldier that's coming home to Washington, his hometown. There's Ashley Scott. She plays Denny. Honestly, I didn't know her name until I looked that fact up because her character barely exists, but Ashley Scott is known for into the blue, which was a movie. Was that, who was in that? Was it just, I don't know. Paul Walker. Oh, Paul Walker. I was going to say Justin Timberlake. I mean, they're kind of <laughs> the same. She's in The Last of Us video game. Yeah, Chat. she pl- she plays Maria, Tommy's wife, which is Joel's brother. Yeah, Tommy's wife, who's Joel's brother, who's someone's sister. It's not that like, complicated, Matt. <laughs> it sounds pretty complicated to me, honestly. I've never played the video game. I don't have a PS, PS anything. It's one of my favorite games of all time. I do really want to play The Last of Us. Well, now it's on PC, so... Yeah, I have a Mac, so we're not going there. So Ashley Scott's also in the Birds of Prey TV show. I don't know what that is, but she's in a lot of episodes of it, so I put it in there. And then you have Johnny Knoxville, weird casting choice, who plays Ray Templeton, his friend, which I guess. Have you ever seen The Ringer? I've, n- I've heard good things. I've never seen The Ringer. That's the comedy he goes for. I feel right. like they tried to bring some comedy in his character in this yeah, film, it and it, it just work. did not work at all. But he's obviously from Jackass. We all we all love Jackass. I mean, how could you not? Hilarious. But like, stick to your lane, Johnny Knoxville. Stick to your lane. I don't mean to like. I don't mean to like step on your toes, but it was just. It's not even your fault, honestly. It's the casting director's fault. <laughs> Sorry, I, I'm gonna sound grumpy this whole episode just because how I how I felt watching this thing. But not towards The Rock, of course. Not you, Dwayne. Um, yeah, I think you did a great job. And then there's Neil McDon- McDonough, I guess you pronounce it, McDonough. He played Jay Hamilton. So these last two people I'm going to mention, Neil McDonough and the next one. Oh, yeah. I, when I saw them, I had like visceral reactions because these are the two that I actually got excited for. The only part of the movie I was excited for was when I saw these two characters. Neil McDonough, because when I was a kid, I used to watch a show called medical investigation oh and, you watch that show and okay. he is he is the main character in medical investigation it's kind of like just like a like a cold case like a true like a csi kind of show it was only on for two seasons but we watched every episode every week so i know his face well because he's like also like an interesting looking dude he like is yeah he's not like a normal looking dude um so when i saw him i was like oh man it's the guy from medical investigation and he's also in minority report that's what that's what I was gonna mention was when I first saw him on screen, I was like, was oh, minority for it? Yeah, and I, but the next the next actor, I know I know specifically what you're gonna mention on him. Kilo Thomas, he plays Pete Vaughn, who is the Rock's nephew, I guess, and he is Zero from Hull, yes. which I okay now talk about a sweet spot holes for me. I love Holes. I could do a whole episode about Holes. One of my favorite movies, actually. When I saw him, I was like, oh my gosh, it's Zero from Holes. So that was really exciting for me. I, once again, I can give you a childhood memory. One of my birthdays, I don't know, I don't remember what friend. If I knew, if I remember what friend, I would actually say them by name. Uh, but I don't remember which friend. I have a twin brother. We had a birthday party. I'm pretty sure it was our um, reptile birthday party. So like a guy came in with animals and he had like reptiles and stuff. But like snakes I, and yeah, snakes and like reptiles that. and like spy, many spiders and we got to like hold them and stuff in my parents' basement. 
one one birthday gift because you know it's always weird at birthday parties like do you open the gifts with everyone there or you don't this is one of the birthday parties where we would open the gifts with everyone there but someone gave us a vhs a vhs of holes, holes. and the soundtrack on cd oh. and that was one of the greatest gifts because we wore the heck out of that vhs tape and that soundtrack so nice thank you whoever that is but kilo thomas yeah. You had zero. This that was your crowning achievement. It's not this movie. I mean, you did fine, but zero from Holmes yeah. in it. So I, I appreciate that. Again, he's kind of just like a character in the background. It's yeah, exactly. Just like every really character in this there. movie. Yes. But when the movie opens, it says based or inspired by a true story. Whenever that's in a movie, it's always gives me pause because if it's based or inspired, usually means two different things. Based is a little more grounded in reality. Inspired is is not, which we clearly saw in this movie, but <laughs> it was inspired by a true story, which we could say is the loosest phrase of that word. <laughs> yes, very loose. But it's also is a remake, weirdly enough. It's like a weird amalgamation of things, but the original film came out in 1973. It was also called Walking Tall. But and this, okay, so this story of Walking Tall both the 1973 movie and the 2004 movie, both very different, but all about a man named Sheriff. Well, not a man. Well, this one's not. This one's Chris Vaughn, but it's based on the life of Sheriff Buford Pusser. That's his last name. Yes. Pusser. And let me tell you, for this movie, the first one, 1973, stars Jodon Baker, Elizabeth Hartman, Leif Garrett, Don Lynn. I don't know. I don't know if you've heard of any of these people. I haven't. I haven't. So this is directed by Phil Carlson. It's more based on the life of, of Buford Pusser. Now this guy, Buford Pusser, let me tell you, story is insane. Okay. And that, I guess that's why they made a movie about him because he was basically a sheriff in this like town in Washington. Okay. Uh, oh, Tennessee folk hero, I guess. But why does the movie take place in Washington? The, the, the rock movie is totally just off on a lot of things. But basically, he's a sheriff, and he fights this criminal underbelly in his town where there's, like, drug, drug dealings and stuff. And his first name, he named for himself, Professional Wrestling. So there we have a rock tie-in. Uh, his name was The Big Bull. He even wrestled a grizzly bear, this dude, okay? And won. <laughs> he basically then went to Adamsville, Tennessee, and he was like, I'm going to take down corruption and crime. And he carried around a big stick. That was like his, his weapon of choice, this big stick. He used guns, though, it said, but he liked the idea of the stick because like his life was in danger. People were, he, I think it said something where he survived like seven or eight. I did read that. Yeah, yeah, seven like, or eight assassination murder, attempts. Murder attempts? Yeah. yeah. Crazy. This dude was like the boss of all bosses. Okay. And basically what happened was, Someone put, tried to put a hit attempt on him, and his wife died in the process. And because of that, he decided to get revenge, basically. And his whole goal was to catch the people that killed his wife. The movie we watched with Dwayne, the 2004 movie, nothing like that. Okay, so that, that answers my question whether or how similar those movies were. Not, I don't think. Well, that's the what I'm saying. Are, the name and the stick. 
Uh, I feel like the stick was the big thing. Those uh, are the only two things that are, and maybe some corruption, but not like a casino and like right, yeah, a girlfriend that's like a like a hooker in the in the club. That's really interesting. It kind of makes me want to watch the, the 1973 one now. Yeah, so that's not what this podcast is about, Chad. This is about the 2004 one <laughs> with Dwayne the Rock Johnson. So, what are your initial reactions? Um, now that we talked about oh, a different, a totally yeah. different movie, um, <laughs> let's talk about. Uh, Let's talk about your initial reactions to this movie, Chad. Yeah, it it was pretty rough. <laughs> uh, not gonna lie, it that was, was a really rough... nice of you. You didn't have to put it that nicely. It is a pretty bad film, and I don't know if it's because of the time. I, I I think even for the time it came out, it might be considered a bad film. Maybe I'm being harsh because it's an older film, but. Then again, we just watched the rundown and that's what I was coming off. of. Held up. Well, yeah. Yeah. I was like, the rundown is an awesome film. I really enjoyed it. Yes. And going straight into this film, I was like, this just seems very contrived. A lot of the backstory is never addressed. Mm -hmm. Characters are just showing up. Transitions are weird. Mm -hmm. It's just a mess. Yeah. And honestly, I'm not saying this just because we're talking about The Rock. I do think The Rock is the best part of the film. Yeah, of course. I feel like he did what he could for what the writers gave him. Yeah, gave him. And going off of the rundown, I was like, oh, these action scenes are really well done. Yeah. And then going into Walking Tall, I'm like, totally different vibe in terms of action. Yeah, you know. It's it's hard. It's tough. Honestly, this is all I can say. It's 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 a, it's a hard watch. This whole thing was like a, a fever dream. Yes. I don't know. Scenes just seem to like happen in moments' notice. Um, there's no motivation for literally anything. I mean, like we meet the characters and they go play football together. And you're like, why? This is an this movie total before the credits is an hour and fourteen move uh, fourteen minutes, and we spend about ten five of those minutes watching them play a football game. You know, that's, that's just kind of me telling you this movie. It's, has almost, no- it's almost like they had all these scene ideas that they wanted to film. Right. And they were just trying to make these scenes longer or work together to make the film over an hour. Because I really think <laughs> like, please, there, there's scenes where you could have completely cut and it would have been under an hour. Oh, and so they were just really trying to make it. Stretch it as far as humanly possible. With my filmmaker background, editor background, you know, I'm usually looking for how things are shot or how things are edited or, or, or directed, you know, or lit, all those things. And my inclination on this, especially the editing, the editing just was so weird to me. It, it felt... And- very jarring that's that's why i brought up the transitions because i was like some of these transitions are just awful like i'm they didn't know what they were doing between scenes and they're like okay well we'll just fade out and then (laughs) fade back into a different scene they they, and that's where i i feel like the story just doesn't come together well you could just tell they didn't know where they were going they were just kind of filming little scenes here and there and maybe a lot was cut on the cutting floor, but, but why? I don't know. I told Chad, I said, it feels like a student film. I feel like I've worked on many student films and film school and all that kind of stuff. And it's kind of what it felt like. I mean, I'm not, not demeaning anyone that worked on it, but it just was not 
not a good movie. I think The Rock was the best part of it. I think that the action was the best part of it. And once again, what we've seen from The Rock so far in Scorpion King and The Rundown has been action heavy. So I think really what they're trying to do is duplicate that. And Scorpion King was pretty pretty little dialogue and action forward, but I even feel like they did that much better. I don't know if it was the choreography or stunts or the fact there was a plot. I don't know what put that over the top because Scorpion King was a good time. I wouldn't say it was my favorite movie, but it was a good time. Right, Um, yeah. This one, I wouldn't even say honestly was a good time. I'm just being honest. I don't think it was a good time. Well, and I think it's because it's, the the story is kind of confusing. You just jump into it and there's no backstory to anything. Come on, give me some background on his character. Like maybe like, he'll talk to Denny about the war or yeah, what he was something. doing in the military. Or even just talk about how they met in high school. Maybe they were high school sweethearts or something and they what? fell off. But none yeah. nothing, none of that. That I, I honestly feel like the scenes with uh Denny were the most awkward. Oh yeah, the first scene I don't don't really count like where he meets her at the casino. Like, yeah, the but the scene where she comes to his house. Yes, to hand You're him like, a jacket. I know. And then the rock's like, "Can you come outside? Let's go for a walk. I need to talk to you about something." <laughs> and he doesn't bring up anything to talk about. No, they're just making really small talk, awkward small talk. Yeah. And she just, I feel like that scene was just for her to say. Yeah, somebody should step up and be a new sheriff in town. Right, right. That, that's all the scene was for because they walked to the mailbox and she's like, okay, see ya. I might see you later. Bye. I don't know. I, I, we'll get to our ratings later. But I mean, is there anything that stands out to you, Chad, before we go into trivia or something that, that you just want to like vent about or talk about? I mean, there's scenes in here that we could talk about probably for days and hours and months. And yeah, years. I just I want to know why he's so angry. Well, it's, it's, his, it's his hometown, Chad. I know, but th- this is where the character background really doesn't show because yeah. there's just scenes that push him to do things for right. no reason. And right. I was like, does this guy have anger issues in the past or does he feel like he needs to do something or stick up for the, the little people in the town? There's just, I feel like there could be more of that in the film. Because the first time where he's in the casino, yeah, he's, like, he's like, you're cheating. And then he's just like, I'm going to mess yeah, him up. And that's the first time you actually see the action happen. Yeah. The the rock actually came out behind the scenes. I watched some mm-hmm. videos about it and yeah. they really wanted to go for more raw, which it is which like it old is. action films where they just wanted to be gritty and, and, and fight like with fists and stuff, not be over the top, like Hollywood right. action, like the rundown. Like, yeah, like the yeah, <laughs> rundown, yeah. but I, I still don't think the rundown is that over the top. Mm. Um, it's, it's a good over the top. That's what it's I mean. Like, the there, there's good over the top for, for movie, like action movies where you want things to happen. Right. And then there's just more about realism. And I think right, that's right. what he was going for is realism yes. for these action scenes. Yes. But at the same time, I just don't really think they were that w- well choreographed. No. Um, I felt like it was just brawling, just a brawl. Yeah. But let's talk about some trivia. Um, Korea, some some fun facts. Dwayne The Rock Johnson was quoted for saying he took this movie because it was the right thing to do. That was like almost a direct quote from what he said. I watched some behind the scenes too, and he talks about how, you know, I just wanted to portray someone who stands up for what they believe. And that's a great, that's a great a guy way sticking to think. up for himself in, in the town and, that he's in the part town of. that he believes in, that he grew up in. I, I get that. I understand that. 
And that's I me. Mean, it's one of those things where it's on paper. It seems great. And execution doesn't really work. I mean, that happens all the time with baseball, right? I'm a big Mets fan. On paper, they always look great every year. And then execution comes and they're not always there. But once again, did you know that the stunt double for this movie was once again his cousin, Tenoia Reed? Uh, so uh, he was stunt double again on this one. And I, I think that's going to be a common theme throughout. Yeah, I think yeah. it is. Um, Which is cool. It's cool to watch the behind the scenes because you actually see him in his stunt Dem- double. Like, yeah. Side by side. Um, specifically, I think where he falls out of the mill. Yeah, I saw that. Backwards. Yeah, that's always going to make But fun. The Rock actually did that himself, yes. too. So, yes. Um, yeah. That was cool to see. I was going to mention that. I saw that as well. Yeah, which is pretty crazy. You're falling backwards like that. Funny enough, when they were fighting, Johnny Knoxville executed Dwayne Johnson's, or The Rock, I guess, his WWE finisher, the people's elbow in the, in the film, which I think is hilarious. I feel like I could see Johnny Knoxville going up to him like, hey, I want to do one of your moves. And he's like, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, do the people's elbow. He's like, okay. But I didn't, I didn't pick up on it, but it's, it's in there. I mean, I think it's the fight in his parents' house. Okay. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah, the, one of those guys the come in. Yeah. From the behind the scenes, too, it seems like from what the director says that The Rock wanted, Johnny Knoxville, I don't know how much that is true, if that's just promotional stuff they're saying to say, but he said that Dwayne really wanted Johnny Knoxville. Huh. I guess Jackass was big at the time, so maybe. Yeah, maybe that was the push for it. But, um, but also... I just, I, just, I just don't believe them as actual friends. No, I, like, no, I do no, not no. see these guys as friends. I don't see him making him his deputy. I don't no believe... Thing. Yeah, I don't believe anyone in this film is <laughs> So the friends thing is kind of a stretch too. Uh, and I don't want to seem like we're just hating on this movie just to hate. On. I don't want to be the old grumpy man here. I want to, I want to give Dwayne his, his due. And Every actor is going to have some, some duds. Yeah. yeah. And that's okay. We're, we're going to talk about it. Cause that's I, why I, we want to go through these films because we love the rock so much. And we're going to see his progression, which I'm excited about. Like you said, and, you know, and I, that's one thing I do want to focus on as much as I was like, criticizing the film while watching it right i did notice that he's he feels very comfortable in his acting you you start to see like he's like okay you know owning my character and and that's where i think he does well is he he does own the character Mm -hmm. i just don't think the character was developed well enough right it's not his fault that's not his fault but i'll give you another fact too um in the beginning of the film chris vaughn asked the sheriff what happened to the mill or, or the former sheriff and he said the guy was a great man, but they found him one day. He had mysteriously skidded off a deserted road and died hitting a tree. So that is a reference to the real Buford Pusser and how he died. Oh, yeah. So they tied that in. So there's that. Yeah, I, I did know also that the mill was a big part of the action scene at the end. And they were uh-huh. in on script at that all the action was supposed to happen inside the mill. But while they were shooting, the director decided to move it into the woods. Woods. He felt like it was more raw, like they were more, he said, naked in a sense of both being out there with, with a bat a, and an axe. And an axe, yeah. fighting, brawling it out. In concept, two by four thing, kind of cool. How he just he's, brings the gun and he has, he's going to load that shit. What do, when he came up, just go back a little bit, talking about that two by four scene. Which I I would say is the coolest part of the film, you know. That's like the peak of action. But at that point, I also didn't care. So, um, but 
still cool nonetheless. I mean, he has the shotgun. He's ready to go. And he's like, nah. And they're like, don't do it. You're going to die. He's like, okay. So he just grabs that two by four and he just goes in there and just wails on people. I will say when he throws the two by four at the glass window and then it's, and then <laughs> yeah. Jay is just like, well, I guess this changes our friendship. I'm like, oh yes. That quote. <laughs> I'm like, who acts like this? If someone came into your place of business, regardless, especially if you're a drug dealing, corrupt kind of kingpin guy, someone comes to your place with a two by four and just beats up all your goonies and then throws this two by four, which comically how he, it's comical how he throws it. Uh, and shatters shatters this mirror and you're standing there you just go well i guess that changes our friendship and then you let him walk and like what like i would be either hiding or i'd be pissed you know yeah i want to tell you what rod it seems like i'm always going to roger ebert for um reviews because he's the goat of reviews but he gave this two out of five stars i mean i agree with that and I'll, i want to read you something that he wrote it's very much important to the rock's career. And we want to talk about how this impacted the rock and, and what he predicted. And I, I seem to always be agreeing with Roger over here, but he says the scenes establishing all these events are handled efficiently and have certain interest, but the movie alas goes on autopilot with a series of improbable fight scenes that are so heavy on stunts and special effects that we might as well, we might as well be watching a cartoon. This is an action movie, pure and simple, but one can only wonder what the late Buford Pusser would have made of it. Maybe, they, maybe he would have advised Sheriff Vaughn that times have changed and should forget the Oak Club and get himself an AK-47. The Rock comes out of the movie more or less intact, career-wise. I felt from the beginning that he had the makings of a movie star and still thinks so. He kind of has an inner quiet that allows him to inhabit posturous scenes without being overwhelmed by them. His acting style is flat and uninflected, authoritative without pushing it. He's a little like John Wayne that way. Also, Wayne, uh, like Wayne, he's a big, physical, intimidating man who is able to suggest a certain gentleness. He's not inflamed, not looking for a fight, not shoving people around, but simply trying to right wrongs. I seriously doubt that he could play a convincing villain. Not even with a big name tag. Yeah, and so, that's why he's the goat. I mean, he explained it perfectly. <laughs> but I agree with him. I mean, I think that he kind of just hit the nail on the head for me. Um, it it doesn't affect The Rock's career. I think that it only helps his career, right? It's it's another uh, starring role, another accolade, another another area to kind of show his acting of just hey, this is pure acting. Uh, I know Scorpion King was like that. I know. Rundown kind of showed his comedy a little bit and showed a little more acting. This one is just pure action. Let's see what you can do. And even when it's not a good movie, even when the movie has all of these issues, it still made money. And I think that when it comes to being in action or being a, a, a movie star, it, come, it all narrows down to money, right? And that's, that's Profit, the world yeah. we live in. So this movie grossed a total of 57 million dollars 57.2 million it was number two at the box office it grossed 15 million during its opening weekend and it cost 46 million to make so they made about i don't know 13 million or so i don't i feel like with that kind of budget you could have made something a lot better than this if we're yeah uh yeah i don't know what it went to either 
Maybe it went to the whole casino set. <laughs> yeah, which wasn't even that nice. Oh, can I want to say one more thing? There's a, there. I like, I keep comparing it to the rundown because that's what we just last saw. And it's going to be fresh in our listeners' minds too. So it kind of just makes sense. But there's another falling down the hill scene. There's two of those yes, now yes. in back-to-back <laughs> movies. It's not as long as the not rundown, as long. but not as it's long. still pretty rough. Like <laughs> I'm waiting for I'm waiting for Doom to have one. I hope it's, there's one in every movie from now on. Um, yeah. But okay, he did so, also do. Uh, he he does like the front flip to get off the ground again. He does. That was cool. That was cool when he like yeah, okay. like flips but, up. But, but the one the one scene that I I did write my notes where he kind of just goes up to a guy and they have this like really long stare down. Yes. And just like lunges at him. And the yeah. guy just turns and around. And head into the wall. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was cool. I, I like that too. So there are some bright spots. Look, and that's all Dwayne. I think that's Dwayne at his finest, the rock at his finest. Um, he's got, he's, he's, he's the perfect action star and the perfect movie star. And I think that's why we're doing podcasts on him. So I just, I just don't think they utilized him well. No. I think they there focused there's, there's, too much there's on the action, and I feel like from the rundown, and, and this might be like a weird timing situation where maybe these these films were like filmed back to back or right yeah. next to each other, so maybe the rundown wasn't out like around the time they were filming this. But if you saw him in the rundown, you could have worked with him a lot better yeah. to develop his character to make it more interesting for sure. Because you notice that. He's actually doing a good job acting, but he, you just notice his character be really serious. And you're like, why is this character so serious? Why isn't he like giving himself more to, um, yeah, it's, but I could go on and on about, I, I just don't like the film. You know, so. we might, we might just, we might just do a bonus episode. If you want to hear more, we will, we'll, we can always circle back to it. Um, you know, if you guys really want to hear it. Chad and I, we have, we have nothing better to do. We, and talk about the rock so we'll, we always are open to talking about it um but let's let's just move on to our most electrifying movie meter chad do you want to describe what that is for the people yes the most electrifying movie meter is the meter we use to rate each and every film that we talk about it's a one through five scale and i'll just go through the scale right now one is it doesn't matter doesn't matter it, it just doesn't matter two is shut your mouth shut your mouth shut your mouth Three, you smelling what is cooking? It's cooking. Four, it's a smackdown. Yes, it's a smackdown. And then five, the top tier mm. of the movie meter is the jabroni beaten, pie eaten, hell raising, trailblazing movie champ. I am so confident that we're going to rate this, this one the same that I can count to three and we could say our answer and it would be the exact same. All right, well, let's do it. All right. Okay. So on three, we're going to say, one, two, three, four, or five. Or actually, we'll just say what the name is, okay? Okay. What it's called. Okay, so ready? One, two, three. It, it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a one for me. It's, it's a definitely one for one. you. But the rating, it doesn't matter, really speaks to, I mean, we'll get to more of his films. It's just a small blip on his huge yep. career that you really don't have to focus on or watch. If you're watching these movies alongside of us and want to really enjoy some of his other films, then focus on those. Go not for on it. Walking Tall. Yeah. <laughs> I guess what's next? What's 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 for next time, Chad? So next episode, we are going to talk about Doom. 
which is based off Ooh. the popular video game by the same name. Which I've never played. Have you played? I have played Doom, yes. It's a video game adaptation. So we'll see. I've seen it probably once, but I'm excited to watch it again. I um, haven't. Once again, per usual, I have not seen it. I'm waiting for I'm waiting for us to watch a movie that I have seen before. Hopefully we'll get to that. <laughs> we will get to it because I know there's some. I want I just want to say before we leave, Chad, uh we started October as a celebration. Celebrate you, Dwayne. The Rock. And we're celebrating your list of incredible movies, including Walking Tall. Incredible movies, good and bad. They're just hey, without movies. Walking Tall, he you wouldn't have moved you. on to his next That's film, true. Doom. And, that, and so then his on. next film after that. We're missing you here. Right now, it's just Chad and I, Matt and Chad. We would love to add a seat to our virtual table or physical table. I will fly wherever you need me to be. But we want to welcome you on the podcast to talk with us, to hang out with us. We want to extend the personal invitation to you, Dwayne. Um, I think that I think that wraps up today's yeah. episode. I think it was um, a fun episode. I mean, as much as we harped on how bad the film was, yeah, it was. It's a fun episode <laughs> to talk about. Yeah, I think we had fun. I, I had fun. I had fun just watching The Rock do The Rock. You know, two by fours smashing people. That's all you can really ask for right now. And I, I know it's going to only get better and better. And, you know, as me being new to all this, most rock movies, I mean, I'm just here to enjoy the ride with you all. So um, I'm excited. It's really to a ride. I think you get to really like, because we've watched three movies now mm-hmm. really close together. And I, and I think you start to actually really enjoy the rock and his progression and, and you think. see it. Um, even films I've seen recently of, him in these newer films we're gonna get to that and that's what's exciting just to see his progression all right well uh, i think that's i think that's it for today and i just want to end by saying if i love you i show you every day little things big things we'll see you next time Hey guys, Chad and Matt here again. I just wanted to thank you all for listening to the Rocktober podcast and following along with us. I just want to remind you that you can follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, X, whatever you want to call it, at RocktoberPod. Go on there, give us a follow, share our content, engage with us, send us a DM, send us a tweet. We want to hear your thoughts. We want to hear your opinions. If you don't agree with our, our, our movie meter, or if you do, or anything in between, we'd love to hear you. So we just want to thank you for your support. And also with that, wherever you listen to your podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, make sure you give us five stars. It always helps our algorithm and get us up there. So maybe we can get the rock on our podcast one day. So once again, we thank you so much and we hope you have a rocking day. See you later, guys.